Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Monday the 19th of August. Coming up, search for six-year-old who fell in river continues. The hope was that he'd, he'd maybe crawled out somewhere and he was holed up on a bank or clinging to a tree or maybe he'd even got out to someone's garden or something. Residents speak out against plans for 1,200 new homes. This is our home, this is our children's home. So how the area develops over the next 10, 20, 30 years, we should as residents have a strong say over that. And a woman raises awareness for those who care for unwell loved ones. For my mum to look at me and not have the twinkle in her eye, but the fight in her soul... I just knew I had to do something. Kent Online News. First today, a search is continuing for a six-year-old boy who fell into the River Stour while on a family fishing trip. Lucas Dobson from Deal was swept away in Sandwich on Saturday after trying to step from the jetty onto a boat. Three adults jumped into the water to try and save him, but the current was too strong and they couldn't find him. Hundreds of volunteers have been out looking over the past few days and police have now admitted it's unlikely he'll be found alive. Brad's been speaking to Nathan Allen who's been using specialist equipment to help with the search. I've got quite a a good expensive drone at home and I thought well why not bring it out and see if I could see to places that other people can't see. So I've just been bringing it up and out up here I think three times today. I think this morning we went right up past the back of Pfizer's and, and flew it around up there. And uh, earlier today we flew up and down here and then we went home, had a bit of dinner and I recharged the batteries and came back out and I've just been having another look before it got too dark. Mm. But yeah, just trying to see if I can spot anything that other people aren't able to see. I mean, if you're down at water level, there's only so much you can see. Obviously there's only so much people can see from the banks. But yeah, I'm just trying to help. Um, And were you out last night as well? Yes, I was for a little while last night, yeah. Um, I didn't get out till quite late. Uh, so I only got half an hour of flying in last night. That was down at the other side of Sandwich. Uh, but yeah, then we, we just walked the river with everyone else, really. It's a bit of a... You've been recording it so you can yeah, see it at home. Yeah. you missed. But... Yeah, yeah, I've been taking it home and watching it back at home because it's a 4K Ultra HD camera on it. Mm. So when you get on a big screen, you can see everything. Um, but yeah, no joy. Yeah, last night, just the same as everybody else. Um, you know, I think the attitude is the more eyes there are out there looking, the more chance there was for somebody somebody to spot something. And the hope was that he'd, he'd maybe crawled out somewhere and he was holed up on a bank or clinging to a tree, or maybe he'd even got out to someone's garden or something. But, you know, you can only hope, right? The community's come together to support the family and those who've been out looking for Lucas. Food, water and torches have been donated to help the search efforts and Kent Fire and Rescue have thanked everyone involved. Noel Kernan spent all day yesterday cutting down vegetation on the banks of the river. What is the boats going to come up so far up to the reeds? Um, if he did climb himself out, he could have worked his way through. So I'm just cutting myself down so I can have a look where the bank actually starts, where you can't see. Um, I've also got an infrared camera on myself as well, so I'll use that that time to have a look around as well. But I'm just cutting down to have a look. It's not far from where he went in. And how long have you, did you start searching yesterday? I was out up in farmland on the far side for about four hours yesterday. Mm. Uh, I finished about half 10. I was up on my own because where I was was 
very remote. There was nobody around where I was other than helicopters and the boats. But um, met up at the fire station this morning and I sent a group up this way. But um, I've worked my way down to here. It's just because it's on the bend and nobody can get down here is why I went and got my machete to start hacking through. We'll bring you all the latest updates on the search at kentonline.co.uk. Kent Online reports. Elsewhere today, a man who threatened staff with a fake gun at a shop in Rootham has been jailed for three years. Kieran McCarthy went into a store on the high street in May wearing goggles and camouflage clothing and told staff to open the till. The 24-year-old from West Street in the village was arrested the following day after returning to the scene while police were gathering evidence. A man in his 20s has been taken to hospital with a broken leg following a hit and run in Gravesend. It's reported a black car failed to stop after colliding with the pedestrian in Queen Street in the early hours of Saturday. Detectives are looking through CCTV footage and are keen to speak to any witnesses. Campaigners have handed in a petition today urging developers to reconsider plans to build more than 1,200 new homes in part of Medway. Thousands of people have put their names down to try and stop the development being built on farmland off Pump Lane in Raynham. As well as housing, it would also include a primary school, care home, village hall and play area. The petition was delivered to the head offices of AC Gotham and Son this morning. It's just been chatting to Isla Hewitt, who's part of the campaign group. The greatest concern with this particular development is the loss of green space. We've seen a lot of housing developments go up in Raynham on greenfield sites, but on a much smaller scale. This is sort of three, four times as big as some of the ones that have already been built. So the real concern is loss of green space and the effect that would have on the air pollution in the local area, which is already incredibly poor within Gillingham. Um, also, sort of mental health and mental well-being, really. Um, you know, Raynham was a rural community. It's grown, it's become more urbanised over the years. But to remove all green spaces really does affect how you feel about where you live, um, and just having that sort of space um, and those beautiful scenes to drive past, to walk past, I think are really important in a local area. Um, also, the public services are struggling at the moment. We've got a hospital in special measures. Um, I think the infrastructure needs to be improved greatly. Roads, public services, schools, before any large development goes ahead. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about the type of developments that have been going on across Kent and obviously very much nationally and uh, talk about more housing and this sort of thing. But you very much think that, that that is the wrong area to target initially. I mean, there seems to be a need for housing, but that's not necessarily the right thing to do at this stage, particularly yeah. in, in Raynham and so on. I think we can have new houses, we can build new houses, we can reach that quota without destroying thousands of trees trees which you know are really important for our natural environment and for our air quality it's not just housing um, itself i should point out but i mean you mentioned there about we should be focusing on the the current state of our infrastructure how concerned are you then that this could cause traffic issues for example on the current infrastructure that we have the traffic concerns are one of the biggest with regards to this development and i think developers aren't always very realistic about the number of cars and vehicles that each household will have and how they will be used. Um, I know the development is about a mile and a half from the train station and therefore classed within walking distance. But let's be real, not many people when they're catching a train at 7am in the morning are going to walk a mile and a half and also when it's dark and cold and wet 
are they going to want to walk home at seven o'clock at night either? So I think the Lower Rainer Road, Pump Lane, which sort of feeds this new development, um, are too narrow and or oversaturated. The A2 is always very busy and those are the main links um, to the motorway um, or to the Medway Tunnel onto the A2. So I think to add, you know, over a thousand more homes, which will, you know, mean 2,000, 3,000 more residents, um, the roads as they are at the moment can't cope with that and that is a real concern. And I know the development includes um, care home facilities and provisions for a primary school, which is fantastic, but those parts of the development aren't likely to be built before the houses are built and before residents moves in. So there will still be a massive strain on current schools GP services etc from those new residents who move in. AC Gotham on their website state that um, they have an obligation as custodians of the countryside to make a positive difference in everything that they do and we would just like to understand why removing hundreds and hundreds of trees building on um, green sites or good agricultural land um, with concrete <laughs> would actually be a positive difference to the local area. Kent Online News. There's been a rise in hate crimes in part of Kent. Figures show across Sittingbourne, Faversham and Sheppey there were 307 recorded offences between October 2017 and September last year. That's up two thirds on the previous 12 months. Police say it could be down to more people being confident enough to report it. An MP says his Kent colleagues will not support what he calls a mad plan to build a super hospital in Canterbury. Health bosses are currently considering a huge reshuffle of services at the William Harvey Kent and Canterbury and QEQM in Margate. Ashford's Damien Green says he'll continue to oppose the option of moving the A&E away from the William Harvey. A Kent woman's trying to raise awareness of the struggle families go through when looking after a loved one with cancer. Natasha Sutton's been caring for her mother since she was diagnosed with the disease last year. She's now calling on the support of local businesses to help her transform her garden so it can be a tribute for her. The 37-year-old from Whitstable's been telling us what it's been like looking after her mum. I realised that, you know, things that I want to achieve in my life has to stop, has to be put on hold, has to slow down and for me to actually realise how... Um, how much my mum needs me and, you know, how much support I need too um, whilst I'm helping her with my mental health. It's a real struggle. So for my mum to look at me and not have the twinkle in her eye but the fight in her soul, I just knew I had to do something. I'd love to create a space so that my mum feels comfortable um, while she's going through sort of cancer treatment to have somewhere where she doesn't need to do a thing. Um, I started looking at my garden. Firstly, it was a garden for me and I felt selfish for doing that. And it led to me actually thinking, what can I do to be part of community to give myself something to keep going and give back, you know, that feeling of love. Um, I know from this process that it feels like love and everything is taken away from you because you're just so 
distraught, so distressed, um, feeling helpless and not having the ability to be able to um, really grasp what it is that that person's really going through. You can only sympathise and be with them so much. Um, for myself to actually change my life around and be there for my mum, it's been an absolute blessing in its own way. <laughs> but um, this project has just come together because how incredible it is to spread a message of joy that there's lots of people out there that are going through cancer treatment and just feeling like their life is taken away, their vulnerabilities there. It's a shock to the system. It's trauma um, in many circumstances. And I suppose this is a message of who out there is also doing a project that is dedicated to their mum, their dad, their uncle, their aunts, their granddads, their grandmas, you know, the nieces, the nephews. Um, it, it would be great, wouldn't it, just to have that uh, online and people actually changing a negative to a positive. Um, and for others that are going through chemo right now to read a bit about that, just shows that little lift and that's all I really want to achieve. Now I'm at a point where I need the support and help from local businesses that want to be involved in something quite incredible because this is a project where people that are currently going through cancer that we can actually share that journey of growing this garden for those family members out there that are really struggling um, with coping instead of managing with a circumstance like the news that you get uh this is for you too this is something i'm really strongly passionate about because it's a personal experience i'm going through and i get i get you kent online reports plans have been revealed for 400 new homes and offices next to a kent railway station and near maidstone east could be transformed into a new development which would also include shops and a health center we're told the proposals are at a very early stage a kent woman is setting up the first support group of its kind for people who suffer from selective mutism the severe anxiety disorder is thought to affect about one in every 150 40 children. Vivian Ponsonby from Whitstables had it since she was young and has now teamed up with a speech and language therapist to help others with the condition. And a teenage girl's been rescued by firefighters in Sittingbourne after getting stuck in a swing. The 14-year-old's legs got trapped in the play equipment which was designed for toddlers on South Avenue yesterday afternoon. The seat had to be dismantled and will now need to be replaced by the council. That's it for now but for more news throughout the day you can head to kentonline.co.uk news you can trust this is the kent online podcast